Hello, and welcome to the Patterson Perspective Podcast. I'm Levi. And I'm Noah. And we're joined here today with our, with our father, uh, Mark Patterson. Dad, do you want us to, to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, it's great to be here with you guys today. Um, I just want to give Levi and Noah special thank you for inviting me. Uh, I have been married for 30 years to a wonderful woman, godly ooh, woman, ooh, named ooh, Christy, <laughs> also named Hottie. <laughs> and the Lord has blessed me with seven kids. And uh, just to be honest with our listeners, Levi and Noah are my two favorite. That's right. Yep. So, <laughs> set the record straight. <laughs> I worked in the business world for 10 and a half years at New York Life Insurance. Really loved working there. And then the Lord took us to Honduras for another 11 years where we did church planting and worked at a seminary. And currently we reside in wonderful, warm, sunny Minneapolis, Minnesota, (laughs) where I serve with Training Leaders International, where we teach pastors around the world how to study and teach God's Word. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, It's really great to have you on the podcast. Thanks. You're our first guest. Awesome. Welcome. First guest. Let's go. Okay, so today we want to discuss how the Lord changed us, and that's kind of the reason we asked our dad to join us on the podcast. He's really good at asking questions, and so we thought we'd just ask him on. So Awesome. Yeah, I really have enjoyed seeing the Lord change your lives over the years, and Levi, maybe you can start, and you just share with us how your life was before God changed you. Yeah, of course. So before I was saved, I was saved at around the age of 16. And before I was saved, I grew up with a constant fear of hell. I knew that if I died, I was going to be going to hell. Mm -hmm. And um, that plagued my entire childhood. Um, Every night I would fall asleep just praying that God would save me because I knew that if I died, then I was going to hell. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, I was also filled with a constant um, pride and selfishness and arrogance. And I always told myself that I would just get saved later on in life because um, I just wanted to continue living in my sin. Um, so I was constantly filled with just a pride um, and arrogance. All I cared about was myself. Um, and I also dealt with a lot of anger issues. We've said on this podcast before, I used to bite <laughs> Noah yep. multiple times. Um, and even just playing soccer as well. I used to get extremely angry really fast. Um, I always just went in my way. And and if I didn't get my way, I would get angry. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was mostly what my life was like before I was saved. And... Um, and I do want to say, even after you are saved, you, you're you not going to be perfect. You're still going to sin. Um, but uh, God has very much changed my life since then. And mm. I no longer have to struggle with those sins um, near as much today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, praise God. Noah, what about you? Uh, tell us how your life was like before the Lord changed you. Yeah, so I think kind of similar to Levi, uh, I prayed with mom when I was probably about three years old, and I thought that I was saved because of that, 
And later on, I realized I'm not saved, I'm not trusting in the Lord, and I lived in fear, praying every night that God would save me. And it was it was just out of fear. There was no reverence. Uh, there was no faith or trust in God. And when we moved to Honduras, I became very prideful because you were a pastor. We were missionaries. I felt like we were just sacrificing so much that, of course, I'm going to heaven and I'm better than all my peers, which was very false. <laughs> I was not saved. I was not getting to heaven because of your ministry. So I, God started to work in my life. So, all right. Well, that is wonderful to hear how God has changed your life. Um, I want to ask specifically how that came about. Um, I could actually testify to a lot more sins than they brought up <laughs> as their dad. Maybe at the time when Levi stole $25 from me and like showed his friends. <laughs> but that's for another I episode. Stole, <laughs> I stole the money because I wanted to buy fireworks because all my friends were buying fireworks. And did you, I didn't have money to buy fireworks. Did you buy the fireworks? Yeah, I bought the Actually, I don't remember. No, we were on our way to buy fireworks and Caleb, our older brother found the money and was asking me about it like how did you get that money yeah ratted you out <laughs> oh by the way real quick because we forgot to put this in the beginning but we were supposed to do a shout out to one of our listeners who oh, yeah. reached out and Kay denny reached out so thanks Kay. thank yeah. you yeah i'd like to give a shout out to flow flow <laughs> uh jp said to say hey <laughs> oh my goodness all right moving along um Noah, maybe you can start on this question and just explain how the Lord actually drew you to himself. Yeah, that's really, that's a really good question. So, as I said, I was struggling with pride and God really started to work in my life and show me that I'm not better than everyone else. In fact, I am probably more sinful than most people around me. So, what he did is he brought someone, a pastor, from the States to our church in Honduras to preach one Sunday on the prodigal son. Hmm. And when and I started to realize that I'm the prodigal son. I'm wanting everything from God, but I'm not wanting a relationship with him. And then when he gets to Luke 15, he the father runs up to him, which in that time was kind of unheard of, like adult men didn't run. Right. And when he sees him from a far way off, he recognizes him, runs to him, embraces him, kisses him, throws him a party, and just shows his love towards him. Mm. And I realized I can still have that. I can still have a relationship with God, and I need that. It's something I need. And without God, I can't live. So that's mm. how I came to know God. That's how he drew me to himself through that passage specifically. Uh, and then I think just a bunch of other people like you um, being an inspiration in my life on yeah so how old were you then Noah? I believe I was 12 okay I remember yeah. that guy coming down I don't remember his name I don't either I wish I did I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember the sermon very clearly it was a really good sermon hmm. yeah Levi tell us how the Lord drew you to himself yeah so as I said before um, I constantly had a fear of hell growing up and when I was younger, um, I remember having a dream, a very vivid dream, um, of being in a, in a train station and there were trains going to heaven and trains going to hell. And I remember specifically, um, that my parents and the rest of my family were called 
to go on the train to go to heaven and I was left behind and uh, to go to hell. Um, and that dream stuck with me all of my childhood growing up. I knew that I wasn't saved. I knew I was going to hell. Um, and it was about that same time that I had that dream when I was about seven years old that I remember praying a prayer with my dad and thinking that I was saved. Um, but I, I true, I definitely was not saved. I was not living like it. Um, and I was just living in a lot of sin, living in a lot of anger and pride. Um, but at about the age of 16, just after growing up under, um, my father and my mother and just around my older siblings, especially, um, just being having multiple good examples around me, I started to truly desire to know more about God and to love Him more. Um, and and around the time when I was sixteen, um, I don't know a specific day or time when I can say that is when I got saved. Um, but that is when I started to truly have a desire and a love to know God more and to um, live like Him. And one verse that has constantly um, been one of my favorite verses growing up was um, Psalm 119.9. And it says, how can a man uh, keep his way pure by living according to his word? And that is when I just truly started to desire to live according to his word um, and to live more like him. Mm, That's good. So it seems like both of you, um, you both mentioned pride in your lives. Mm -hmm. And I think if we're all honest... Um, I could say the same thing, that pride is so deceptive, Mm -hmm. either in the church or outside the church. Uh, We are all full of pride, and the Lord tells us to come and humble ourselves before Him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would be, no, we'll go back to you. What are like, maybe just share with us one or two things that the Lord is doing in your life now to change you. Yeah, so... For me, I no longer have to live in fear. I am still fearful sometimes, especially when I forget the truths of God, uh, that he helps us, that he's our shelter. But even like during this time, I don't have to live in fear. And I'm realizing more and more each day that God nailed all that on the cross. Mm. Um, So that's been a huge encouragement. A lot of people right now are living in fear because of mm-hmm. the virus and yeah. just so much uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But I feel very um, at peace. So definitely <laughs> a huge blessing <laughs> there. Um, and I have been, I think, also growing and learning how I need to be inclusive of other people, especially like younger siblings mm-hmm. and um, being a blessing to those around me that God has placed in my life. And I need to... It's something I really need to grow in and I've been uh, praying about recently. Mm, that's good. Mm. Thank you. Levi, what are yeah. one or two ways the Lord is working in your life right now to change you? Yeah, um, this past year has actually been the biggest year of growth for me. Um, my brother and my dad can both attest to that. Yep. <laughs> Amen. Um, <laughs> Preach it, brother. <laughs> Even though I was saved at the age of 16, I... Uh, still did struggle with a lot of pride, especially when I turned 18 and moved back to the States. Um, I kind of had a sense of like, f- 
I knew I was an adult once I turned 18 and that really got to my head. I really started thinking that I can make my own decisions and I didn't have to listen to anybody, whether it be my dad or my mom or, or older brothers or mm-hmm. um, just any wise counsel. Um, I didn't think I had to listen to them. I thought I was my own man and I can make my own decisions without going to anybody. And that really negatively impacted me, especially once I got a job. Um, I got into a relationship with a girl and um, just completely went against my parents' counsel and my older siblings' counsel. Um, And um, even though I knew in my heart it wasn't right and it wasn't a good relationship, I still went through it, through with it. Um, And I was in that relationship for months. And um, it wasn't until I went to a... um, I don't even know if they know this or even if they're listening right now, but I went to a friend's wedding in Washington state, um, back in July of, it was about June or July of 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, and while I was on that trip, um, going to the, um, bachelor party and the wedding, Mm -hmm. I just truly saw what a godly relationship and what a godly marriage looked like. Um, and especially by the way, um, my friend was talking about his wife and how the rest of the guys on the bachelor party trip were talking about their wives or their girlfriends. Um, and just how I just saw how pure and, um, godly their relationships were. Um, and so that is when God just really opened up my eyes. It was like a veil was covering my eyes. Those whole, like that whole past eight, nine months. Um, and that veil was lifted, and I truly saw what got a godly relationship looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few months later, in August, I started going to Bethlehem Bible College. Um, or I actually, I, I should sign it on that. I got busted from a friend for calling it Bethlehem Bible College because technically we're not a Bible <laughs> college. Uh, I was it, wondering if anyone would say anything. <laughs> technically, we're not a Bible college. It's just Bethlehem College and Seminary. Um, but anyways, I started going there in August, and that's when I really started to grow in my faith and grow in a just a pure, uh, godly relationship with Him. And um, I think some of the biggest things that I've grown in there is being patient mm-hmm. um, and listening to others and what they think um, and not just being closed-minded and pa- mm-hmm. caring about what I think. Um and I've also grown in being a lot more prayerful, um, just stopping and praying about things instead of just going into them. Um, definitely grown. I have definitely grown in a lot of um, just trying to seek wise counsel from mm-hmm. people instead of just rushing into things. Um, and, but I think the biggest way that God has blessed me, um, or one of the biggest ways God has blessed me over this past year is... Um, giving me um I've mentioned my last podcast that I have a girlfriend um so giving me her and putting her in my life she's been a tremendous blessing to me and she's helped me grow in a lot of areas of my life uh, more than I can count and she's definitely modeled um a lot of grace in my life um so yeah just that's that's been the past year of my life (laughs) yeah so that was actually I remember that day it was in July because July 4th you and I sat out back here and had a really (laughs) hard tearful conversation 
and we were getting ready to go to that wedding in Washington. So yeah. a lot of prayer happened, and God was gracious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just ask each of you both a different question now uh, on two different things. So uh, Levi, we'll start with you because we started with uh, Noah last time. So let's now imagine that the Lord has been gracious to you and you've experienced his grace and he's given you a godly wife and you now have uh, three or four kids uh, about halfway into kid production and and they're toddlers and how do you want to uh, shepherd them, care for them? And point them to Christ. Yeah. So I'll go first. Um, Good, because that's the one I said. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, anyways. So I've actually been reading a book by J.C. Ryle recently called Thoughts for Young Men. And it's been really good just talking about building good habits as a child and as a young man. Um, and how important that is going into adulthood. Because the habits you build when you're young will stick with you the rest of your life. And they will be very hard to break, um, especially once you're older. So I definitely want to encourage my children to build good habits growing up. Um, and I want to love them and care for them um, in that way. And I also want to be able to look back at my childhood and my, and my young life and adulthood and... Um, just take the mistakes that I've made and learn from them and improve, use them to just move forward in a positive aspect. Um, especially since this is what this podcast is about positivity and love and positivity, spreading love and positivity (laughs) Um, and just, yeah, just move forward in life. Um, and yeah, learn from my past mistakes and not dwell on them in a negative sense, but, um, look at them as, just grace from God and how he's changed my life. Good. That's good. All right. So we have about a minute and a half left, Noah. Uh, imagine, let's fast forward in your life. You are sitting on your deathbed, laying on your deathbed, <laughs> and you have the opportunity to spend in reflection of your life for 70, 80 years. What do you want to look back and see your life looking like? Ooh. Wow. Deep question. I only have a minute to answer. <laughs> uh, I really want to remember relationships. And we recently talked about friendships and how important friendships are. I want that to be something I really think about. That I want to think about the great relationships that I had with people how people have had an impact on me, how hopefully mm-hmm. I've had an impact on others. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really need to start working on more probably so that I can have that on my deathbed if I have yeah. that opportunity. Yeah, I would think that I would want to remember faithfulness to the Lord and serving Him in church. I really, and maybe if I was to answer the other question as well, I would want to raise my kids serving in church and being very active like Mm. you raised us yeah and so i really would like to remember a lot of time at church and serving Mm. him there yeah that's good well it's been great chatting with you guys today don't forget you are my fabs (laughs) that's right (laughs) by the way that is just a joke my dad is not (laughs) show favorite i say that to all my kids (laughs) yeah it's very common all righty so 
Uh, don't forget to follow us uh, both on Instagram at levi.pat9 and ndpats. Um, you can also find us on uh, on Instagram at patterson underscore perspective. Um, so don't forget to do that. And do not forget to subscribe so you do not miss any of our videos. Yeah, or not videos, podcasts, episodes. <laughs> we Sorry. don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um, so yeah, do not forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram. And do not forget to leave a um, review. A, voicemail, a review, but also you can leave a voicemail. And keep it short, around 30 seconds or less, and we might preview it at the end of some of our episodes. Nice. Um, So don't forget to do that. And yeah, always continue to give us your thoughts and even criticisms. We are always open Mm -hmm. to that. Yeah, you guys have been sending in some of your thoughts and criticisms, and we've really appreciated that. Yeah, very appreciated. Thank thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, catch us next time here on the Patterson Perspective. (laughs) 